welcome to Screen Talk Emmy Edition. We are sitting here. It's Libby Hill, our awards editor, our fabulous Comic-Con recovered, are you? No, never. <laughs> Not until next year. And I'm Ann Thompson, the editor-at-large, uh, who usually weighs in on movies, but I swan into the television realm more and more these days. And by the way, I watch a lot of television, and we all do. Yeah. And that's what's really going on. So we have to become experts and we welcome your expertise. There is so much television, Anne. I'm going to tell you something. Oh, boy. The area we're going to talk about tonight <laughs> is definitely not my area of expertise. My daughter should be on this show talking well, about what's going to win competition programs. We'll Skype her in. It'll be great. <laughs> so It'll be great. Thanks to her, thanks to my fabulous daughter, I have seen RuPaul's Drag Race. Well, that's which good. is the favorite. Yes, that's going to win. So which it that's did last all you have year. to see. Exactly. It's super curious to me at the Emmys how quickly something goes from unrecognized to recognized to this is going to get nominated until the end of time and probably win until it's canceled. And I feel like until RuPaul's, there's a new upstart. Well, don't you think that maybe that turnover is happening just a little quicker than it used to? You know, in some areas, and and we did discuss that. Um, a little bit where we are seeing more turnover but in competition when you're looking at what got nominated it's american ninja warrior old show rupaul's drag race reigning champion nailed it from netflix that's new but the other the other nominees are the voice amazing race and top chef very very old very old even i have seen these shows see that that but not old. for a while i'll tell you in that in a decade because they've been on that long but yeah, so so the the thing about turnover in this category is there isn't a ton of opportunity for it. I don't know that Nailed It has um, captured the the audience's imagination as much as Drag Race has. Nailed It isn't a cultural phenomenon in the way same way RuPaul's Drag Race is. So I think this is another year that Drag Race just takes it home. All right, The Voice has no shot in hell. The one that is regarded as the second runner-up. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I don't think about The Voice at all, but. How do people even measure these things? What is it? What is it? There, I mean, the Amazing Race has all these logistical issues. It's a huge scale thing. All these people running around the world. There's production issues with that. Top Chef is is sort of contained in that way with its cooking elements. Nailed it is contained with its cooking elements. The Voice people just like production. American Ninja Warriors again. It's 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 bananas production design as far as setting up all of those stunts and keeping them safe um but it comes down to what what voters are looking contest. for a little bit a little bit and right and now also rupaul is is politically very attractive well it's it's exciting and it's colorful and it makes voters feel like they are embracing diversity so and it's moving and it is it absolutely is there is totally. a catharsis to it. Absolutely. All right. So now we're going to do variety talk series. And again, I mean, we are we are repeating uh, the same old, same old. All of these people have been nominated before, although um, James Corden doesn't always get nominated. I don't believe he does. Uh, but at this point, I believe Corden got nominated for maybe six Emmys this go around in various forms. So this might be a general overall, we like what you're doing nomination. But he's probably in last place in terms of the competition. Uh, I he's would the new assume guy. so. Uh, yeah, he's he's the new kid on the block. I, I don't 
see him taking this. I mean, I don't see anyone taking this other than John Oliver, um, which doesn't make for a very interesting competition, but What if Stephen Colbert could take it over? I love Stephen Colbert. I watch it almost every night. I think he's the most, he's got the best monologue. He's got the most energy. He's got the best music. He's got guests that he really tunes into, whether they're from the musical theater or from movies or from politics. He gets all the presidential candidates on. I just think he's on fire. He's incredible. And I've always been a very big Colbert fan. But And we've talked about this on the podcast before. There is a divide happening in variety talk that I think the Academy is going to have to address sooner than later. If you look at this nomin- if you look at this category, you have The Daily Show, you have Jimmy Kimmel Live, you have The Late Late Show with Jim with um, James Corden. They go five nights a week. Right. And then you also have Full Frontal with Samantha Bee and Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Once a week. Exactly. You are having shows that are doing very different things on very different timelines going head to head and i'm not sure how sustainable that is um i love stephen colbert i would love to see him win i think that he's doing he's he's performing consistently at a very very high level um but i just i think the emmys are so taken with john oliver and what he's doing on hbo it, it it's great it is he absolutely uh has the best writers but he has a week to make it perfect and he's a great performer again he rehearses he does it it's not live it's not like what people do on a nightly basis it isn't it's also it's also a singular topic for the most part there is one issue that they go super deep on um, as opposed to coming in and, and hosting people and, and throwing to music guests and doing sketches. It's just a completely different animal. And I don't know, I, I don't, I think it needs to be addressed sooner than later. I agree with you. Um, I mean, Trevor Noah has come a long way also from, from uh, a rather tentative first season uh, to being rather uh, authoritative now. I do. And I appreciate what Trevor Noah is doing on The Daily Show. I appreciate that he has made it his own. I am deep in my heart disappointed that the TV Academy did not find room for Late Night with Seth Meyers. I think they had a banner year. Why is that? You know, which part? My disappointment or why it didn't break in? I don't know. Uh, I love that show. I think they're probably, you know, rivaling Colbert, doing some of the smartest political commentary on there. They're, They're definitely going after things. Uh, Seth prides himself in a very diverse uh, writer's room. Is it a smaller group of people that watch the show? It's possible. It has a later, it, it is. it does air later. It airs in the same spot as Corden, but it doesn't have as much viral, uh, viral marketing as, as Corden does. Well, ask me what I think, and I'll tell you that Corden's carpool karaoke is awesome, and his talk show isn't so awesome. Right. And, and that's In fact, it's the, work, the worst, weakest one of this whole group. Well, and I think Corden's doing something completely, di- again, doing something completely different from everyone else because he's very much more of a variety show in the purest sense of the word. Um, they're doing a he's lot of He's very musically drama. oriented. Exactly. He's performing a lot. Um, and that's just not what anyone else here is doing. Um, so it, it's it's so he's really nominated a for these other things as well. He is. You'll see him pop up in, um, I believe, the McCartney, the special with Paul McCartney in Liverpool, which was awesome. Which was awesome. Got nominated for um, directing for Variety Special, as well as uh, Variety Special 
I don't remember. The recorded variety special as well. So it, he's, he's well represented across the board. This is not his category. All right. So then we have variety sketch series. Um, this is the one that is always won by the same show, Saturday it Night is. Live. <laughs> and it will be again, correct? It will. It will. And, but one thing that I love about Variety Sketch, especially this year, is that the rest of the nominees are absolutely bonkers. And I love them. They are so off the wall. They're some of the most strange shows on television. In fact, my heart breaks that my favorite Variety Sketch um, nominee did not make it in, uh, which was a Netflix show that was even more crazy than these are. But I'm I'm impressed that Amy Sedaris makes it in. I'm I'm impressed that we see documentary now again. We see drunk history. And I'm really impressed that we see I Love You America from Sarah Silverman since that has been canceled by Hulu. That is unusual. Usually being canceled is a death knell for these shows. Right. Right. So that's interesting to me. That what does that mean? Why why would they go ahead and nominate it anyway? Well they like Sarah Silverman. I mean, I think that's. I mean, I think that's the long and short of it. Uh, Hollywood likes Sarah Silverman. No one wanted to watch her show, um, so Hulu pulled the plug. But Hollywood is saying it's okay, Sarah Silverman. We still love you. And how about Who Is America? Who Is America is also there. That is also a show that is not that is unlike anything else on television. Um, but again, for a lot of these nominees, the nomination is the award because they're going up against Saturday Night Live, which voters have voted for forever, which they will vote for in perpetuity. So who do you see doing well with directing specials? You're seeing more variety. <laughs> variety. You're seeing more variety here. You're, this is where you get Homecoming, Beyonce's Homecoming from Netflix. This is where you get that kind of bizarro Norman Lear live uh, show that ABC did late in the game in May that, that scored a few nominations. Um, but then you also have Oscars. Then you also have Springsteen live on Broadway. It's a, it's a variety, it's a, again, a variety of things. And I don't know where they go. I really hope they don't just say, okay, well, we'll just give it to the Oscars because it's the Oscars. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is where McCartney comes in. It was different from everything else. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if, if the live show Norman Lear came in here because that's something that no one else here is doing. So variety series directing is you get some of these different categories mushed together now. You have Saturday Night Live again. Yes. And then you have documentary now, John Oliver, Stephen Colbert, Drunk History, and Who is America. So again, how do they, how do they judge these things? I mean, documentary now has real sketches, real artful production value yeah. and acting and all sorts of things. Yeah, they're they're tiny they're documentaries. Funny. They're tiny documentaries and they're not just of their own accord. They are aping the most famous documentaries of all time. So it's not just about uh, create an episode that is telling a good story, but it's also tell that story in the visual style of a famous documentary filmmaker. They're looking to ape Errol Morris. It's not just put your own spin on these things. It's you still have to capture the spirit. I still have to wonder how many people actually watch the show. Well, that's fair. But I do think that this year uh, it, it sparked even more conversation than usual, specifically, I think about uh, with the D.A. Pennebaker, the mockumentary based on company, their version of that was incredible. 
um, had original songs and fantastic performances. And I just don't know how you compare that to, you know, an episode of SNL. I know. And SNL does it live. They just get extra points for that. Because, again, you know, if you have a, a variety series being directed, you know, like John Oliver, mm-hmm. um, it's just not the same. Right, right. It's a controlled or environment. Or Stephen Colbert. Or Drunk History is hilarious. Love Drunk History. <laughs> I would never be mad about Drunk History winning anything. Um, and then you get to the writing, and it's, again, the same, the same group of, of, of shows, all of them. Here's where Seth Meyers got his nomination. It is. And he deserves to get that. Absolutely. This is very similar. This is very similar to the Variety Talk category. Um, One thing you have switched out, Daily Show is not nominated for writing. Um, Neither is Late Late Show. So that's where Corden falls out. That's where Trevor Noah falls out. Which gives you a sign of which shows have more strength. Exactly. So here, here is where Seth Meyers gets his nomination. Here also is where you find Documentary Now which, again, I think is reflecting what we were talking about in direction. They are doing things at a higher level, um, at a higher degree of difficulty than a lot of these other shows are doing. So I think it, it, that would suggest to me that it has broad-based support, at least in these, these below-the-line categories. So who knows what happens? You know, you just look, you look at these 26,000 people, you know, and you run into them at these events and you talk to them and you try to see where the measurable logic could possibly be. Mm-hmm. And you end up with the most obvious thing. It's a popularity contest. And it's sort of like trying to parse it in any more intelligent way is almost pointless. A little bit. It's hard to fight against those things that you know everything everyone's watching you know game of thrones got 32 nominations for a reason it's because we were all talking about it. it's because everyone watched it um people feel like to feel secure in their vote and the way that they can feel secure in their vote is to vote for that thing that they've always voted for and on that note we will conclude we will um be doing this every week through phase two of emmy nominations so do tune in Next week and the week after, as we go through the categories, we're going to do drama, we're going to do comedy, we're going to do limited series, we're going to dig in and see if there is any logic to this process. (laughs) I can't wait. I'm too cynical. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you.